0: 1 p.m. Eastern.
1: Live from the Prop Swap Studios on AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio, it's The Fix with Ryan Rothstein. Presented by Prop Swap. Prop Swap that ticket and cash in while the odds have improved.
2: Rothstein was a hell of a handicapper. I can tell you that. Right now! you ready for a fight, go
3: ahead go home! this going to be for A fight! We always win we fight together! That's how winning is done. Now get out of here!
1: three-pointer.
3: Bang! Bang!
2: It's a game at the puzzle Hold on, wait
1: a minute. Y'all thought I was finished. When I wore the ass tomorrow, y'all thought it was ready Flexing on it. Some I'm like Papa on this finish. Double M, yeah, that's my team, Rosé, the captain. I'm Lieutenant. I'm the type
2: captain. Let's go live in the Prop Swap studios. Welcome, everyone, to The Fix. I'm your host, Ryan Rothstein, and it's uh, Wednesday and we have live action not live action live action welcome back mac conference for college football and hopefully if we have thursday night football tomorrow night tonight is the start of basically 20 straight days of having a football game to watch fingers crossed if it all goes well every single night from november 4th to the 22nd, if my math is correct there. A live football game is scheduled every single night. And the MAC now, in in week 10, for some schools, the MAC opening night. Six MAC conference football games in action. Plenty to bet on tonight. And we're going to keep you updated on the games that are still live right here on The Fix, and we're taking you up to 1 a.m., just like we do every single night, Monday to Friday, right here on AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio. And two of the six games, final. Western Michigan on the road against Akron. Western Michigan going into the game as 18-point favorites, and they certainly covered. 58-3, to final. The total for that game. 60, no, I'm looking at the wrong one, 54. So the over hit, Western Michigan covered. In the other final now game for the MAC, Kent State at home taking on Eastern Michigan. We have, tonight we had Western Michigan, Eastern Michigan, Central Michigan, Northwest Michigan. Every, every Michigan team in a certain direction playing tonight, but Kent State at home winning against Eastern Michigan 27-23. to 23. And Kent State, depending on where you got it, right around 5.5 to 6.5 point favorites. And the total for that game right before kickoff was 65.5. Did not live up to the hype there. Average scoring game, right? 27-23. That's a that's a football score, if you ever saw one. So that's right on 50. The under comes in for Kent State, Eastern Michigan, and Eastern Michigan gets the cover. So good teams win. Great teams cover, baby. Eastern Michigan, more importantly, 1-0 and against the spread. Who cares about their normal record? Phone lines are open. Side note, 609-601-3290. 609-601-3290. We have second half kicking off now between toledo and bowling green toledo up big 21 nothing as the second half is just getting underway toledo bowling green um and i actually have to find that uh pre-kickoff spread 21 nothing like i mentioned and toledo now live spread minus 30 and a half, live total 47 and a half. I'm looking right now on DraftKings. Another live game, that's a good one. Ohio and Central Michigan, all knotted up 27-27 with 9 minutes to play in the fourth quarter. I'm sorry. My one apps a little bit behind and I'm going to put this on the on the telly in a second. But Central Michigan actually just Kicked in a 22-yard field goal to go up 30 to 27. Uh, going into the game, Ohio, two-and-a-half-point favorites. Central Michigan, two-and-a-half-point dog. They're winning outright by a field goal. So I'll certainly keep you updated on that game. That game is live on your telly on ESPN. Six-and-a-half minutes left in Miami of Ohio. Ohio. And they're up by a field goal, 31-28. to That game is available for you visually on the CBS Sports Network. Miami of Ohio, right before kickoff, slight two-point favorite. The total for that game right before kickoff, 55. So the over has already come in for Miami Ball State. And... You know, you look at Miami and Ball State, and then you look at Central Michigan and Ohio, both of these games were favored right before kickoff, around two to three, and both of them field goal games. The over has already hit on, well, no, how about this? The the total for Ohio and Central Michigan before kickoff, 57, and it's exactly at 57, 30 to 27 think I covered it all (laughs) I'm not used to six live football games on a Wednesday night show on the fix this is new and I'm certainly not against it that's for damn sure have a nice show planned for y'all here tonight on AM 1490 on the fix 1030 you already know the deal but I'll say it every night of course it's everyone's favorite segment John McMullen for your football fix segment. We're going to talk some Eagles, NFL, all the latest regarding the roster uh, for the Philadelphia Eagles as they're midweek now in their much, much, much needed bye week. I think uh, maybe on tomorrow night's show, if we can squeeze it in, if not, definitely Friday, I'm going to do a quick whip around with Johnny Mac talking about each division in the NFL odds for each team to win who he likes updates quick updates with the Eagles off John and I can extend our content you can also listen to John on extending the play every Saturday morning right here on AM 1490 sports betting radio y'all I'm excited for tonight's show. Midweek, a lot going on, a lot to talk about. NFL futures market, haven't really hit on that yet at all this week. And typically Monday nights we have Luke Pergandi, the founder of PropSwap, live in studio. But because he's such a big deal, he had to fly out to Las Vegas last Tuesday, actually. He was in studio last Monday. He flew out last Tuesday for the grand opening of the Circa Casino and the Veasan Sportsbook out there, and he's still traveling around the globe taking care of business for Prop Swap. We hope to have him live with us either tomorrow night or Friday night. Uh, so I'm going to touch on the NFL MVP market, NFL Super Bowl market, Rookie of the Year market. Of course, the divisions. We'll touch on all of that probably in the third and final hour uh, of the show. And I mentioned to start the hour here to start the fix are we going to have football tomorrow night and I say yes it's still concerning Uh, San Francisco 49ers they're scheduled to play Green Bay tomorrow and we're going to get into all the best bets for that game just hoping that it's going to go off as scheduled but they put four players on the COVID-19 list so what does that mean? I'm not really sure. No one really knows. This is always evolving when we get the news of a player, a staff member, whatever the case may be. But earlier today, a league source told ESPN's Adam Schefter that wide receiver Kendrick Bourne tested positive for COVID-19. That's a result that he received Wednesday morning after taking the test Yesterday, he was placed on the reserve COVID-19 list early Wednesday afternoon as the league and the 49ers then conducted additional contact tracing. And then earlier tonight, the 49ers announced left tackle Trent Williams. Receivers Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel were also going on the COVID-19 list, and they ruled Ayuk and Williams both out for tomorrow night's matchup against the Packers. How does that impact betting the game? And we'll get into all of that Later, at 11 p.m., we have Jeff Parles making his second appearance on The Fix. I had him on last, it might have been last Wednesday, last Wednesday or Thursday. uh, And he was absolutely fantastic. He's entertaining. He's very knowledgeable. He's been in the sports betting industry a very long time. Uh, Used to work for VEASAN prior to COVID-19. His uh, podcasts and other Platforms that you can find him on, and we'll get into all of that at 11 p.m. But how does this COVID-19 news impact the bets you're planning on making for tomorrow night's game? We're going to get into all of that and more live in the Prop Swap Studios, The Fix with Ryan Rothstein. Going to take our first break. When we come back, we'll continue to do some whip-arounds for the live Mac action. update you on the spread totals and odds for thursday night matchup get into a little bit of nfl week nine and then we'll get ready for johnny Mac at ten thirty. a lot happening keep it locked in
1: the, 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 middle. the middle hey don't worry about it cam newton says there's no reason to panic
2: i'm not even
3: panicking like i've skipped panic i've just given up how are we supposed to take this team seriously? There's just no sizzle to Cam Newton with hoodie.
1: Belichick has become really a non-factor in my life. You know, he used to be <laughs> the thorn in my back, mm-hmm. you know, because I uh, should have two Super Bowls right now, and he stole one of them by cheating. The
3: Middle with Aton Shander, Barrett
0: Brooks, and Harry Mays. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern.
2: Sports are back, baby, and it's time to get those jerseys, those youth jerseys, those youth trophies, logos, everything you need to get that sports league up and running. So who do you call? There's only one place to call. It's Keystone Recognition. Over 40 years of servicing Philadelphia, Bucks, Montgomery, Chester, and South Jersey counties. Promotional items, logo clothing, retirement plaques. They do it all, and they do it safely. Think of Keystone Recognition for your PPE needs. That's mass hand sanitizers, and more. Keystone Recognition provides non-contact pickup and delivery. So give Jeremy and Johnny a call. 215-464-9900 or check them out online at Keystone Recognition dot com.
3: The smart sports better knows where to find the best odds before placing a bet, and that's why smart betters use PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. PropSwap customers always find the best odds because you're buying directly from other betters like yourself. See a ticket you like but think the price is too high? Submit a bid for a price you think is fair, then buy it. Become a smarter sports better today. Go to PropSwap.com right now or download the PropSwap app. PropSwap, where America buys and sells sports sports bets if you're an owner general manager or sales manager of an auto dealership in the delaware valley get in touch with jacob media right now and ask for this exclusive opportunity to saturate the market if you're looking for showroom ops buyers and used car buyers who will travel to your dealership and do business get in touch and understand why our automotive minute and our pre-owned showcase will drive eyeballs and phone calls you will do business jacob media partners will turn on the power of radio and drop your dealership right in front of the car buyers contact joe Krause at jacob media partners 267 261 3428 the power of the automotive minute produced by jacob media partners will bring you buyers contact me joe Krause at 267 261 3428 267 261 3428 and turn on the power of radio ups calls and buyers guaranteed to sell every car we feature in the automotive minute i'm joe Krause. i'll see you the road.
1: Fritz and and Cooley Law Firm handles all types of personal injury cases, and managing partner Brian Fritz tells your story to a jury to secure your future.
3: What we feel makes our firm different from others is the fact that we um, take our lifelong uh, personal approach and experience uh, and apply that in dealing with any client. We don't view a client as a number or another case. We view them as a human being and a person, a person who faces challenges that they never anticipated or they wouldn't be here. They wouldn't seek us out for help.
1: Remember, a personal injury case can change every aspect of your life forever. Don't walk alone. Fritz and Cooley get the results you deserve. Call Brian at 215-458-2222. 215-458-2222.
3: Many of our clients have become uh, lifelong personal friends call
1: Brian Fritz of Fritz and Cooley. 215-458-2222 for a free consultation, 215-458-2222.
2: Just after 10.15 on a Wednesday night, listening to The Fix with Ryan Rothstein. What's happening South Jersey? And to the thousands listening around the world, thank you for joining us. 609-601-3290. 609-601-3290. Live in the Prop Swap studios. Taking you up until 1 a.m. And as I mentioned to start the show, Mac action. Mac action. I should say, that's how you pronounce it. Maction, it's a play on words. Mac action kind of defeats the whole play on words. Anyway, let's do another quick update here on all of the action going on on this Wednesday night. And like I said, hopefully tonight is the start of a beautiful stretch of 18 days for us here with football every single night from November 4th until November 22nd we're going to have a live football game every night of the week. So looking forward to that and Buffalo, here's some updates. Buffalo in Northern Illinois, 5 minutes left in the fourth and it's a bloodbath. Buffalo's up 49 to 16. Buffalo right before kickoff was Right around 13 point favorites. The total 51 and a half. So the over has hit. Buffalo certainly has covered. Ohio and Central Michigan. That's one of the exciting games here coming down the stretch. Five minutes left in that one. Ohio has the ball. They're trailing 27 to 30. And Ohio, they were slight favorites, two to two and a half. Right before kickoff, Ball State. At Miami of Ohio, there's a minute left, and it looks like that one's going into overtime here. 31-31. Third quarter at Toledo as they're taking on Bowling Green, and Toledo's up by three scores, 21-Zippo. to Zippo. So we'll keep you updated on the four live Mac college football games going on this evening. So I, I mentioned what's happening with the San Francisco 49ers. They're scheduled to play the Green Bay Packers tomorrow night on Thursday night football. And they have a few players now not able to go tomorrow night. They closed down their facility, testing positive for COVID-19. I don't know what that means for the game tomorrow. Right now, nothing has been released as far as the game not being able uh, to go off tomorrow night. The NFL has done a pretty good job of keeping things on track. They have rescheduled a few games, but that was with the benefit of finding out with a few more days than this scenario to be able to say, okay, we're not going to play this upcoming Sunday. But now let's see what the NFL does. Similar situation 24 hours before kickoff. Are they really going to cancel a Thursday night football nationally televised game I would bet on, no, they will not. Uh, But if it starts to spread like wildfire, I'm sure they tested a lot of players and staff members today. So tomorrow morning, we're going to find out if we get another four to ten guys in the Adam Schefter tweet that tested positive for COVID-19. And I'm sure we'll know by noon tomorrow, noon Eastern tomorrow, if not sooner, if that Packers 49ers game is going to go off. As scheduled, But if you want to look at the spread right now, Green Bay on the road against San Francisco, and Green Bay 7.5-point favorites. This game opened. See on the Action Network here, I'm looking, it says it opened at 6, but I remember seeing this as an advance line. I think that's why. Last week, it even opened right around 3. Then quickly after uh, Week 8 ended, Green Bay minus six, and now Green Bay is all the way up to seven and a half at some sports books. And if you look at the public betting, the percent of bets, 65% on the Green Bay Packers. So heavily favored in Green Bay's direction. And I, I mentioned last night, I didn't give an official pick on last night's show, but Green Bay just got torched on the ground by Dalvin Cook against a Minnesota Vikings team that's been horrible all year long. San Francisco, they torched Green Bay in both their matchups last year. Why? Because San Francisco, more so last year than this year, but big, physical, strong offensive line, some great athletes and runners in the backfield. They run the rock really well. San Francisco at home, and even despite their laundry list of injuries, the Niners, that is, I still feel like they they might be able to run the rock here and have some success, especially with how poor the Packers' run defense has been. So this line now, all the way up to 7.5, part of me still feels like the 49ers with the points could be a good bet. I know it sounds crazy. This is a game where all the public action is leaning towards Green Bay, which is... A sign that makes you feel good. Sharp money usually fades the public. We see it every week. Multiple contests. I mentioned on last night's show the underdogs now in the NFL this year, 65 and 49 against the spread. This past week, week eight in the NFL, underdogs 10 and 4 against the spread. Seven of those games, seven of those underdogs, I should say, in those games winning outright. So, I mean, I I don't know. Is it really that crazy to say San Francisco can at least cover a 7 to 8 point number? What are you betting out there? 609, 601, 3290. And we're going to have Jeff Parles on, uh, Sports Betting Insider, at 11 p.m. And we're going to get into this matchup as well as all the other NFL Week 9 matchups. We're going to hit on all of them with Jeff. He's entertaining. He's knowledgeable, so you're not going to want to miss that at 11. That's, of course, after we talk to Johnny Mack, baby. We should probably get to break because the sooner we get to break, the sooner we get to John. 25 minutes down, much more still ahead, live in the Prop Swap studios. You're listening to The Fix on AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio.
3: Before you play your next round of golf, meet Boston Scott Golf where style meets performance. You know the feeling. Most of your golf shirts are too big, too tight, and don't look great. Get the classic style golf shirt with the modern feel and let pure feel take over the next time you play. BostonScottGolf.com. Boston Scott Golf. Feel good, play good, and enjoy a great round of golf. Visit now, BostonScottGolf.com, use the code Harry, and save 20%. What's a Boilermaker? We're the skilled welders, riggers, and craftspeople who will help you grow your competitive edge. We step up when others step back, and we do the job right, on time, on budget, and safely. No drama, just results every time. We're the international brotherhood of Boilermakers, and everything we do begins with our bond. Let's get to work together. Visit bestintrade.com.
1: The, the, the middle.
2: This story that Barrett told in the break is ridiculous. And you would think that basic hygiene is kind of necessary. I totally agree with you. I mean, I
1: I did not shower for this show today. But I'm alone here, okay? There's nobody else in the house. You should have beat the crap out of this guy. Bro, it's just, it's just him, man. Like, it's like an unwritten law. If you're over 300 pounds, you at least got to take one and a half showers a day he wore a jock, and he wouldn't wash his pants. And I remember I was telling him, you know, I, <laughs> every time I think about it, you know, it's, it's crazy. But Bobby horn would come on the center, and they kind of give you know, they goose the center mm-hmm. and go like this so they know when to snap the ball. He smelled the back of his hand. He said, yo, bro, he went to Ray Rose, hey, Coach, you got to do something. He's like, what are you talking about? Man, smell the back of my hand. you got to tell everybody he's got to go take a shower. Wow. Come on, man. The Middle
3: with Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks,
0: and Harry Mays. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern.
1: Dr. Charles McCabe is on a mission to eliminate back pain while helping each individual achieve optimum wellness right here in the Delaware Valley.
3: I was in such pain that I couldn't even walk. I would go to sleep and I would literally pull my hair from the pain. Since the day we came in here, I felt like I was in a place where they really care for people. It's not just a number.
1: Do you have a bulging disc or herniated disc causing you back pain? Have you been told you need surgery? It doesn't have to be that way. Many of Dr. McCabe's patients with these same disc problems have found relief with his treatment. Do this. Go to CherryHillDiscCenter.com and find out your options. Stop suffering from back pain now. CherryHillDiscCenter.com
0: When I came here, we started, my pain level was 10, of course. As weeks went by, my pain level dropped. As of today, my pain level is zero. If they take care of you, They make sure this is good
1: for you. Stop suffering from back pain due to disc problems. Go to CherryHillDiscCenter.com. CherryHillDiscCenter.com. The
3: smart sports better knows where to find the best odds before placing a bet, and that's why smart bettors use PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. PropSwap customers always find the best odds because you're buying directly from other bettors like yourself. See a ticket you like but think the price is too high? Submit a bid for a price you think is fair? Then buy it become a smarter sports better today go to propswap.com right now or download the
2: prop swap app PropSwap, where america buys and sells sports bets sports are back baby and it's time to get those jerseys those youth jerseys those youth trophies logos everything you need to get that sports league up and running so who do you call there's only one place to call. It's Keystone Recognition. Over 40 years of servicing Philadelphia, Bucks, Montgomery, Chester, and South Jersey counties. Promotional items, logo clothing, retirement plaques. They do it all, and they do it safely. Think of Keystone Recognition for your PPE needs. That's mass hand sanitizers, and more. Keystone Recognition provides non-contact pickup and delivery. So give Jeremy and Johnny a call. 215-464-9900 or check them out online at Keystone Recognition dot com. All right, yes, sir. Welcome back, everyone, to The Fix, live in the Prop Swap Studios. The, the, the middle. Hey, don't worry about it. Cam Newton says Easy, that. easy, A-Town and Harry. All right, it's my time now. <laughs> Welcome back, though, to The Fix, live in the Prop Swap Studios, AM 1490, Sports Betting Radio. And John McMullen is going to join me here uh, in just a minute. Talk some Eagles maybe get into a little bit of this Thursday night game tomorrow night and John's thoughts on if it's going to be played. Because it feels like you know, it feels like here that similar situations have come up with the Titans-Steelers game earlier in the season, and I'm blanking on the other game that had to be rescheduled. But now, since it's closer to kickoff, my two cents on it, my opinion, is that they're going to play. But despite my opinion of they're going to play tomorrow, when I think about the other games that had to be rescheduled I, I I can only think of the only difference being they had more time before kickoff uh, so let's bring John McMullen into the conversation now to talk about um, the 49ers, COVID-19 and of course we'll get into all of the Philadelphia Eagles news and notes. John, how are you tonight? Uh, doing well, how are you Ryan? Doing well man, doing well um, just waiting to <laughs> see for the announcement to see what's going to potentially happen but uh we're not going to get into all that stuff tonight
0: uh yeah that's uh that's that's yeah. tiresome i'm already uh <laughs> i'm already over that i said you got to move on either way you got to move on exactly Your life is going to be the same trust me
2: if only um, it was that but, easy though but whatever
0: <laughs>
2: yeah um uh Ahead,
0: As for the NFL uh, Thursday night game, yeah, it's 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 a mess. I, I mean, the league. I think they made a mistake, to be honest, by you know, pressing this issue and making the the COVID protocols even more stringent. Uh, because, you know, Dr. Allen Phils came out a number of weeks ago and he said, "Expect this. Expect this." If, if we're going to start shutting people down um, for even close contact, even if they're asymptomatic. And now you have this issue where, you know, significant, significant players are, are being ruled out uh, of games, and you're still playing them because of TV, almighty TV. It, it, it doesn't make sense to me. Either if you're that concerned about it, shut it down, don't play the games, but if you're gonna if you're gonna play this game, and still roll out and and have these contests, it, it seems a little uh, hypocritical to me. Am I missing something from your perspective?
2: It's literally, John. If we rewind the tape, word for word, that's what I said in the first segment. <laughs> I was like, "What am I missing?" Like I was looking on Twitter for an update I missed <laughs> that it was canceled. Um, I I completely agree with you. And I feel like, John, once again, am I missing something that there's really no blowback? Are we going to get it once the game starts? Or are people just not even realizing the potential hypocrisy of this?
0: Well, people aren't paying attention because of the election. So they're all fired up about that. And they're not paying attention to other things in, in the country. In fact, you haven't heard pair one if I you turn on the news any news channel you want to go to you haven't heard word one about the pandemic because everybody is focused on one thing and that's it seems like our our society as a whole can only fo- focus on one thing at a time so it's off the radar now um, and who knows when it finally gets back on the radar but from the NFL's perspective and I've criticized this league for a long time and it's never changed never going to change it's about public relations more than anything else and they're trying to signal oh look look how concerned we are look how protective we are of our players of our fans Um, the PR hurdle which I've always said is more important to them than anything else but come hell or high water they're going to play the games no matter who's out there And, and and there's two parts there's there's a layered parts to that. Not only we talk about competitive balance. I've said all along that's out the window. Forget about that. Uh, they don't care. Uh, and then the second part is um, just the realization that you have these these uh, a lesser product on the field, and you have bad players on the field. Uh, for lack, like, you know, I, I don't want to say bad because they're NFL players, but you look at San Francisco, and right off the bat, Trent Williams, uh, All-Pro left tackle, uh, Debo Samuel. We all know how important he is. He was going to be out with a hamstring, but uh, Brandon Ayuk, they're they're good rookie receiver. You know, these are pretty significant pieces, um, and <laughs> just saying, okay, bring up somebody from the practice squad just get that game in I, I, hypocrisy is the only word i can use to describe it
2: absolutely and i hope someone calls them on it now i don't know who i don't know how i don't know when or where but it's pretty ridiculous you would think this would be an easy fast decision and announcement that hey we're, we're canceling this here um players and a couple significant players contracted COVID-19. The game's in 24 hours. Who the heck knows who else has it? Uh, You might not even be able to find out before kickoff. Yeah, and then you have
0: this, uh, you know, if you look at Matthew Stafford in in Detroit, and this is the second time he's been on the COVID-19 list. If you remember that story back in training camp, uh, he was one of the guys who got a false positive and and that was when his wife got shamed at the grocery store and we talked about that uh, quite a bit i thought that was horrific yeah um, but from a different perspective of, of people shaming uh those who test positive this time uh he he's he's on the list because he was in close contact with someone who has covid-19 and and he's been shut down for 5 days so the timing is uh, he can play on Sunday, um, but he, he's not going to be able to practice all week. He's not even going to be able to travel with his team. They're going to have to bring him in on a private flight. Uh, this is absurd. This 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 policy, I, I, I it, it's always been absurd. But once cases started to spike a little bit, uh, it's even more absurd. And you know they're. I, I don't know how to describe it, but like somebody like Stafford, who doesn't have any, hasn't even tested positive, they're punishing him for, to be honest, not wearing a mask around someone. I I, I don't know what that is accomplishing, other than signaling, hey, look at us, look at me. Yeah. Why why are you punishing the guy? He's not sick. He doesn't feel bad. He hasn't tested positive and you're punishing him in the Detroit Lions. What what the heck is going on with this league?
2: I have no idea. <laughs> That's um it's all over the place and and early on John I felt like and I've asked you this question and correct me if I'm wrong but your answers were you know it, it's it's ongoing and there's no like concrete safety manual that the NFL can write because everything's always evolving and I think early on with those cases and how they managed those games and the situations, they did a pretty good job. But like you said, as it's going on here, you're, you're starting to scratch your head a little bit.
0: Yeah, I am. And, 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 and from my perspective, I'm starting to scratch my head because, as I said, it's becoming more punitive. Uh, it's becoming more and, – and from their perspective, they're saying guys have gotten a, a little bit too lax on, on the protocols. Um, and they're trying to send a message, um, okay, uh, but they are adults, they're not children. Um, you're playing these games because you want the money, um, let's be honest, you want the television revenue, and, and on the other side you're going to try to say, oh, look at our moral compass. It, it, makes, it, it makes me ill, to be honest. Um, and if guys aren't sick, uh, they shouldn't be punished. I, I, I'm sorry. That's how I believe, and I know a lot of people, people believe differently and they'll probably yell at me on Twitter. I'm used to that. Don't bother.
2: At JF um, <laughs> um, I, I Hey,
0: I I think it is stupid to punish adults who aren't sick because you want to sit there in judgment of them and say, "Well, you could have gotten sick." Well, mm-hmm. yeah, I could have got run over by a car. <laughs> right. I, I could have. Uh, I you know I, a million bad things could have happened to me or Matthew Stafford. Lucky we're feeling well and and we're not sick. But he's getting punished for it. Uh, okay, I, I don't know what that accomplishes. I really don't.
2: No. Neither do I. And it's uh, we'll see how all of this plays out with Stafford and the game tomorrow night and future cases because we all know this isn't going to be the last time a player and a team have a situation like this. Uh, let's let's transition here, pivot over to our Philadelphia. And by the way,
0: before you pivot, I know you want to pivot, but i <laughs> I, I got to say one more
2: thing. No, please go.
0: All these guys also are not sick. That's part of it as well. Even the ones who test positive, 99% of them are asymptomatic. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't understand what this league is doing. But, uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Now you can pivot.
2: No, I love it. You can interrupt me for a, a McMullen rant at any moment, John. Um, they don't know what they're doing. <laughs> that sums up the no, conversation. they have
0: no idea what they're doing. That's
2: the problem, and that's the issue. And I hope it gets pointed out and it doesn't just get – swept under the rug here. Um, it better not. So Josh McCown, the Eagles socially distanced quarterback, staying somewhat on topic, not a complete pivot. Uh the Texans picked up good old Josh.
0: Yeah, good for Josh. I mean <laughs> he's forty one years old. He uh and he's got another job. He's trying to burn through everything. This is his twelfth NFL team. Uh he's 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 a great guy. Uh, he wants to continue playing, and, and I'm glad he got an opportunity. Uh, now he's got to go back to work, <laughs> so it's not on Zoom, uh, it's not on virtual meetings. Uh, it'll be on Houston's roster, and obviously, from the Eagles' perspective, they were the only team. I, a lot of people talked about this in the off season. Are, are, are people going to quarantine one quarterback? Uh, the Eagles were the only team to do it. They were the only team to hire a socially distant quarterback. And it was, you know, it was a a unique situation because Josh loved his time here. Uh, He loved the organization. They even talked to him about joining the coaching staff, but he said he wanted to play another year. Uh, And then when the pandemic hit, you had this interesting situation, and the Eagles were willing to say, hey, just stay in Texas. He moved back to Texas uh, from Charlotte in the offseason. Um, and yeah if we need you we'll 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 call you and obviously they didn't need him uh, and the Texans do Um, so um, good for Josh McCown I mean he's a great guy he's going to be I think he's going to be a head coach in this league at some point that's that's how well uh, regarded he is and it's rare where you can predict somebody's going to be a head coach when they haven't even started their coaching career but and he kind of has because he coached his, his kid is a big time prospect um, in, in high school, uh, but nonetheless, I mean, it's one of those things where you just you're happy for the player, um, and and I don't think it'll affect the Eagles that much because um, obviously they have three quarterbacks, and um, um, you know Nate Sudfeld is number three and. He's he's pretty competent for a third string quarterback. A heck of a lot better than Ben DiNucci, I, I would say that. If you're down to number three in Philadelphia,
2: I might be better than Ben DiNucci, John.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jerry Jones might think so.
2: <laughs> yeah, Jerry, if you're listening, give me a call. Um, I, I I think if you have to credit the Eagles for something, I, I really like that they did that, John. And and with my um, negative thinking. Carson's going to contract COVID. Hertz is going to get hurt, and like in four weeks, we're going to be like, ah, we could have used Josh.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. I I thought that way too. I thought it was a very innovative way of thinking um, for the Eagles, uh, and and you know, preparation is half the battle. But you know, when I give them credit for that, then I say to myself, yeah, they they a lot of teams in this league, for instance, on the practice squad. Um, it, it's expanded to 16 because of the virus, so you have those extra spots. A lot of, a lot of teams have extra kickers, for instance, uh, in case the kicker um, uh, contracts the virus. And we see, we just talked about how they're ramping up, how they're getting more stringent. So it, it's conceivable you get ruled out even if you don't test positive as I said, even if you're just in close contact with somebody who does test positive. Um, And and they've kind of ignored that aspect when it's a kicker, a punter, a specialist, a long snapper, what have you. Other teams have prepared for that type of scenario. So while I give credit uh, for the Eagles uh, on, on one hand, I also think about, okay, well, why didn't you do it for these other spots? Uh, so I think you can kind of look at it both ways.
2: Talking to John McMullen as we do every night for your football fix. Follow John on Twitter at jf McMullen. Extending the play every Saturday morning, hosted by John, ten a.m. to eleven a.m. right here on AM fourteen ninety. And John writes for phillyvoice.com dot com and SI dot com Sports Illustrated. And John, you have a new article posted up on sportsillustrated.com. dot uh, com. The rookies at the roundabout and you touched on how it's been a slow start for the Eagles premium picks. So let's get into some of that right now.
0: Yeah. I mean, if you think about it and, and that's what the NFL considers uh, draft picks uh, in rounds one through three. So if you think about Jalen Rager, uh, the injuries have been a big part of it. Um, uh, Missed five games uh, because of the thumb surgery Uh, And to be honest, the games he has played, he has not played well in, uh, to be blunt. Um, So it's been slow. But I think, you know, ultimately I I think it looks worse because of what uh, Justin Jefferson is doing with the Vikings, what Brandon Ayuk, I just mentioned, is doing with the 49ers, uh, although you won't get to see that uh, on Thursday. And even Chase Claypool—you look at what he did, what he's doing in Pittsburgh, and what he did to the Eagles. Those, those are some of the receivers you could have had at 21. And I think people will focus on on Jefferson a lot, as they should, because there was so much so much speculation that he would go to the Eagles if he if he fell that far, uh, because he was a lot of people thought he wouldn't fall the Eagles. Uh, he was sort of a fast riser, uh, ended up going 22. So, I mean, that's going to haunt the Eagles for a while unless Jalen Rager turns the corner because he can play. He can flat-out play. Uh, I mean, he's been, I think pro football focus has him as the second-best receiver in the NFL. Uh, the entire NFL as a rookie. He's behind, uh, I believe, Devontae Adams. That's it. That's how well he's played. Um, and that's going to be tough uh, moving forward. And you're going to have that comp for years and years and years. Um, so Jalen's got to stay healthy, uh, and he's got to prove, you know, the Eagles chose him for a reason. They wanted a different type of receiver. Uh, and they wanted a guy that stretched the field horizontally as well as vertically vertically. Um, to bring sort of those jet sweeps and those orbit motions into the offense, um, I would have took the receiver. I would have took the well the well rounded receiver. I, I know that's crazy. Me too. Uh, but that's that's the way I would have gone. That's what I said on draft night. That's what I say today. It's Not to say Jalen's going to be a bad player because I I don't think he's going to be a bad player. It's just going to take him a little while longer because he came in. As a uh, as a raw or a prospect and more raw player um, but that's tough man because that's half of this league is about comps like I would say and and also pedigree and draft position because if you look at Derek Barnett for instance that's just a, a good solid player and if you took him in the second round everybody would be thrilled with him but he was the 14th overall pick, and now they think he's a bust, and that's just the way this league works. So, Raiders are always going to be compared to Justin Jefferson, and that's going to be difficult. But I do think he's got a chance. Now, the other two guys, I, I've I've also said it from day one. He took a luxury, and then a project, and I. I I, I don't understand it. I do not understand it uh, for the life of me. Uh, either pick, I, I think the Jalen Hurts pick is was insanity. I said that when they picked him. I, I even think it more so now. and It has nothing to do with the player, nothing. Uh, he might end up being a, a very good quarterback. But you're already seeing, because of the way Carson Wentz is playing, You've already seen the questions asked to Doug Peterson uh, about benching Carson Wentz. And two things with that, Ryan. It's a stupid question, but it has to be asked. And Howie Roseman should have known that question was going to be asked the minute adversity struck this team. He's been around this league long enough to know he just created controversy that didn't need to be there.
2: And, and you and I and, – and, yeah, go ahead, John. No, I'm sorry.
0: And the, and the guys played, I don't know, 27, 30 snaps. I mean, what – what what? <laughs> 53rd overall, the two other players, I say this all the time, reported it that week, the two other players the Eagles were considering were Jeremy Chin, who started every game in safety for the Panthers, and is in the conversation for Defense Rookie of the Year, and J.K. Dobbins, the running back at Baltimore, and can you imagine if he was the compliment to Miles Sanders? Those guys would have been impactful players. And, and they got a, a backup quarterback who's played 30 snaps.
2: It's amazing to me. Amazing. And I agree with a, a lot of what you're saying. I also disagree with some of it. I remember you and I talked every day, and we talked a lot about this um, You know, around draft time. And I would just play devil's advocate with this. The way Carson has been playing so far this season, and I know a lot of it's not all on him and not his fault, surroundings, circumstance. But I think you could argue, all right, well, maybe Howie and the coaching staff haven't been 100% confident in Carson. And now all of a sudden Carson continues to play poorly and, you know, hurt steps in and he can be the guy, then – I mean, do you say that's a good pick down the road? Like, if this continues to trend this way?
0: Well, you never know down the road if Carson is out of here and they're able to trade him and, and Jalen turns in, into a, a good starting quarterback. Yeah, you can say that of three years down the road. But I can tell you right now that's not the Eagles thinking. Hmm. I, I can tell you right now the Eagles, yeah, they had concerns over Carson Wentz, and that's the reason uh, Jalen Hurts is here. However, those concerns were strictly, strictly related to health right. and his ability to finish seasons. They had nothing to do with the way he played, and there is nobody in that organization, nobody, even as poorly as Carson Wentz has played, who thinks Jalen Hurts is a better quarterback than Carson Wentz. And that's why I'm so um, uh, down on that particular pick. It just it didn't make sense. Look, Nate Sudfeld is by no means, uh, a world beater. Uh, but I do think if he was forced to play, uh, again, he, he would be serviceable. Um, wouldn't be pretty at times, but he wouldn't embarrass you, uh, on the field. He, he, he'd get the team lined up correctly. Um, and he's a professional, uh, quarterback. Um, Look, I, I think this mentality of you need a great backup quarterback it just doesn't exist in the NFL it doesn't exist yeah. if you go to your backup quarterback you're in trouble <laughs> everybody knows it uh, and, and the Eagles would be in trouble by the way significant, significant trouble I, 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 Howie can spin this anyway one. It, it was a bad pick um, and again things change drastically in this league But the only chance, the only chance, and this is probably the worst part of this pick, if you think about it, Ryan, the only chance for this to turn into a good pick is for Carson Wentz to fail. And that's not what this organization wants.
2: Yeah, that's true.
0: So it's from that standpoint, it's a disaster of a pick. And I, I, I'm not. I will never, uh, even if Carson fails and Jalen turns into a good player, I will never come off that position because that's the reality of it. The only way it can turn into a good pick is if you have an abject failure from a player you don't want to fail. So you don't want this to be a good pick, in essence. Yeah. And <laughs> that, to me. Should have rolled it out, and we haven't even gotten to Davion Taylor. We probably don't have time, but no, we I mean don't. that guy's a year. That guy's a year away from being a year away. That's how <laughs> raw he is.
2: Oh boy. Well, we'll get into uh, we'll get into Taylor, and we'll touch on uh, Kayvon Wallace as well uh, tomorrow night, right here on the Fix for your football fix with John McMullen. John, before uh, we run here, if this game goes off, and it seems like it is. Uh, the Green Bay is favored by seven and a half. Can San Francisco keep it close and run the ball? We just saw the Packers get destroyed by the run game uh, from the Vikings and Dalvin Cook.
0: Yeah, I mean, they're going to have to. Uh, they don't have their quarterback, and that's not COVID-related, but that's injury-related. Not that Jimmy Garoppolo is any great shakes, but you're down to Nick Mullins again, or or who knows? They might even go C.J. Beathard if if Nick doesn't perform. Uh so yeah, they're better than most teams with the backup and the third string, but it's still, and they're a perfect example. You saw it against the Eagles. Even if you have a decent backup quarterback, it's it's generally not good, at least on a consistent basis. And, you know, we talked about the receivers, and, and Bourne was the one who tested positive, and then everybody was near him, and, and Ayuk is ruled out, and, and, and Debo, uh, is ruled out, although he's also hurt won the plate anyway. Uh George Kittle's out. Yeah, that that that's seven what was it, seven and a half?
2: Seven and a half. That's yeah. awful
0: enticing. I mean th- there's no way uh the Packers shouldn't win this game pretty easily.
2: All right. Well we'll be talking about it tomorrow night at this time as the game will be starting the second half, uh, into the third quarter and we'll touch on Everything else regarding the Philadelphia Eagles as they are on their bye week this week, getting ready for the Giants when they return. John, I appreciate it as always, and we'll talk again tomorrow night.
0: All right, thanks, buddy. Sorry for the rants.
2: I love it, man. Love it. Don't ever apologize for that, my friend. (laughs) All right. All right, see you, Later. Um, Love the McMullen rants. And, you know, the Hurts thing's interesting. John and I have had a million conversations about that. And he's he's right. I mean, John, listen, if it's ever between me and John, you, you take John's side. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. It, it, the draft is, to me, a little bit of a crapshoot. And the Eagles, listen, the Eagles have not drafted well. And that's a big concern. You look at their draft picks over the recent years. It's not been good. You're going to miss on guys. Right, but when it's a consistent miss, then you start to say, "Okay, something's up." Like you can miss on it on one guy or two guys every year. Like, oh, this second-round pick ended up being good, and he was on the board when you chose another guy. Like that's, you can play that game all night long. I don't like playing it, but when it's year after year, and you're looking at, at the rookie class from last year and the year before and the year before, and you're like, none of these guys panned out. Right? Like one or two over a four or five year span have to pan out as a legit starter. And it really hasn't been the case for the Eagles. So that's a problem. But outside of that, I don't hate taking a flyer on someone with your starting quarterback who hasn't shown you much in recent years. He's been injury prone. You have an opportunity in the second round to get a Heisman caliber quarterback. I don't hate.